ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Good day. Welcome into First Take live from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. The sun is shining. Happy Halloween. And boy, do I have a treat for you, America. Our guy, Pat McAfee, bringing the eight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. whoa. What is, yeah. What's up what with the blazer? What's going on? today. Huh? What's I mean, up, bro? Wow. And it's Halloween. It's oh Halloween. <laughs> had to do it to him. Okay, you know, okay, had, okay. had to right. do it to him. Yeah. I was like, wait on. a minute. Now, it's something you got to tell us something. Something's going on with the brother yeah. right here. I couldn't believe what I'm looking at. Yeah. Okay. Hey, they told they told all me his... I put on all the blues. I look good. So this is literally every shade of blue that exists on oh my, my body God. at one time. And I feel right. like a, a real gentleman, a real, wow. a real honorable lad, especially here with you fine dressed people. Yeah. It's happy Halloween. Halloween, and I am so thankful I get to do this every week with you all. I love well, it. Please. Pat, I think Pleasure's you should take the wife to Pleasure's dinner ours. tonight. You put on all the blues for her, take her out. I mean, the baby's not trick-or-treating, so you're good to go. Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. Maybe maybe a little you know? wine and dine with the wife tonight. Ooh, right? okay. I like that. Hold on, hold on, hold One piece of advice, my brother. I mean, you married. I'm not, but I got to give you this piece of advice. Do not be Dan Olofsky. Yeah, you're right. Don't Never. be cheap. Yeah. Don't be cheap. That's all I hanging fruit. Okay? Never. Never, Stephen A. Never. Never, ever. Never. Oh, my God. All right. Let's get into Devontae Adams, guys. Uh, the Raiders fell to 3-5 and five after losing to the Lions last night. The trade deadline looming. That's 4 p.m. today, everyone. And there's heavy speculation on Adams' future with the team. Adams didn't sugarcoat his frustration after finishing the game with just one catch for 11 yards. Devontae, talk to me. I honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, I, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind? Frustration, but I mean, that's that kind of goes without saying. I actually feel bad for him, Pat. It feels like he's in an impossible situation. Is it time for Devontae Adams, uh, PMAC, and the Raiders to part ways? Yeah, I think I probably feel the same way that a lot of people do, which is this whole Raiders experience for Devontae Adams has certainly been a bit of a bummer. I was very excited to see this man that everybody says top two, not two in the NFL in the wide receiver game because of his get-offs, the way he runs routes, and how he's always open, even if somebody is guarding him, perform without Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. And I think he was excited for that same thing because he had worked his ass off to get to a point to be considered the greatest in the NFL. And it felt like there was always a conversation about who was throwing the ball to him, and he was getting to go back to his hometown team that he was a fan of since he was growing up. Now, what has happened since then is obviously a little bit of a 
confusion at quarterback when Derek Carr was kind of forced out of the building last year at the end of the year. Then he's obviously yeah. at the Saints having a great year, just beat the Colts. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in. We don't even know if he's going to be healthy enough to play this season, has a foot problem. Devontae says, I don't know what we got going on here. And then this season has gone how it's gone. So if I'm Devontae Adams, and I don't want to be a guy that's known to say, get me the hell out of here whenever I'm on a massive contract and getting paid a lot of money, I have to think to myself, are the Las Vegas Raiders going to figure this out in the next two years? There's probably going to be a new coach. There's definitely going to be a new quarterback. You would think if there's a new coach, and then he has wasted two prime years of his career with doing nothing that involves greatness, which is what he is only chasing every single day. For me, if he ends up at the Chiefs, if he ends up at the Ravens, if he does any of these places or goes to any of these places, you're talking about immediate Super Bowl conversation well, getting heightened. So for me, I think, yes, I think it is time for Devontae to leave, and I hope Devontae makes that decision, even though it's a very difficult one, and you probably don't feel great saying it to a team that paid you a lot of money. P-Mac, I'm, I've got mixed emotions based on what you highlighted and you're accurate with every point that you make. But let me, let me articulate it from a different perspective. Number one, we've got a situation where Devontae Adams, despite downgrading from Aaron Rodgers to then Derek Carr to then Jimmy Garoppolo, he's still tied with Stephon Diggs for most interceptions, which is 17 since the start of last season. Right. So that's just emblematic of the greatness of, of Devontae Adams, what he brings to the table. We understand. You mean and 17 we, touchdowns. 17 touchdowns. I apologize. 17 touchdowns, right. So what I'm saying is, is that we understand he's great and we feel sorry for him in that regard because when you see the two wide-open TD passes that Jimmy Garoppolo missed, I mean, damn, I'm sitting here in our L.A. studios, uh, PMAC. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. It's me, Shannon, and maybe one other person. If you took a trip from here to the bathroom or went down the hall, you can't run into a damn soul. And we were still less open than Devontae Adams was last night when Jimmy Garoppolo missed him. That's how bad it is, okay, because Jimmy Garoppolo, that's a different story for another day. But here's the problem. Devontae Adams did kind of bring it on himself. Yeah. You didn't have to leave Green Bay. You didn't have to leave Aaron Rodgers. You know, and, and by the way, if you really, really want to flex, you could have insisted they kept Derek Carr, who, by the way, is doing all right, but he ain't right. knocking the right. 64% completion, right. eight touchdowns, four interceptions, four and four record in New Orleans. It's not, it's not awful, but it's not all pro, all world kind of stuff he's mm -hmm. doing there. But in the end, it's an upgrade from Jimmy Garoppolo. For that to be your boy, for that to be somebody that you went to the franchise to play with, you being an all-world receiver, having a level of cachet, not only did you depart from Green Bay, who was basically making you the same offer that the Ra Raiders were making, even though it was a bit delayed, and that's Green Bay's fault, if you're Devontae Adams, flex at some point, when you leave the uh, Aaron Rodgers, you go to Vegas, you make sure Vegas understands, Derek Carr's our guy. Don't come hella high water. Mm -hmm. I ain't come here to play with anybody else. The fact that he didn't do that, at least vociferously enough, to make sure they didn't let him get out the door right. for the damn Jimmy Garoppolo, I think you got to look at him too, Shannon. The problem that I have, and all you guys, both of you guys make great points, but here's the thing. This is what De Devontae Adams needed to look at. Okay. It wasn't so much the money. Who was offering me the money? Because you got an organization that have proven over the last two decades that they don't know what the hell they're doing. Raiders. So what's the, the Raiders. Yes. So what's the likelihood of them? Yeah, they're giving me a big payday, but how is this thing going to look in a year? How is this thing? And so we don't think about that. We just see big payday. I'm paying for my hometown team. I'm playing, getting an opportunity to play with a buddy of mine, a true friend of mine, college teammates. We still remain in contact, just not a teammate, but we're actually friends. And now all of a sudden, 
The friend is gone. I didn't come here to play with Jimmy Garoppolo. What the hell y'all do? That's not who I signed up to play with. But he's gone. And so Devontae does bear some responsibility because when you sign on a big contract, you need to understand, is this a thoroughly run? This is not the 49ers. This is not one of these top top, uh, organizations with the way they're being run. And so you have to factor that in because when it goes sideways, and if you're in a poor organization, and it will, then what do I do, P-Mac? Yeah, Unc, I agree completely. Whenever people are signing deals to go to places, you have to understand what is going to come alongside going to a place. And I think whenever you sign alongside the Raiders, now he did believe that Derek Carr was going to be the face of that franchise for a long time, like I think a lot of us did. The way it ended there for Derek is certainly something I assume that kind of enlightened Devontae on how it could potentially go if he remains a Raider for me. So I agree on the zoomed out picture. Whenever you agree to go somewhere, you got to understand it. But like also in the world that we're in here in 2023, and I think last year, I think Joe Buck said last night, there was 11 trades made on trade deadline day. And we all know the teams that are going to be buyers and the teams that are going to be sellers. And it seems to be a lot more active. It's like Devontae's contract is very reasonable for a new team. The dead cap would hit the Las Vegas Raiders this year at $31.5 million. They'd be free from it next year if they're going to restart. Feels like the right decision. Feels like yes. the right move. And the mistake yep. that he made to leave Green Bay and to go to the Raiders, even the ones that you're bringing up, Unc, which are very real, you're right. It's kind of just a chapter that he'll want to forget about and move on. But could you imagine Devontae with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? With, How about you know that? what I mean? That's me. That's me right there. Here with the Chiefs. Here with the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, Could I, you I imagine, Stephen? Could you I think imagine? I think it's automatic that they repeat as Super Bowl champions if they acquire Devontae Adams. I think the Raiders know that, and this is why Adam Schefter said to us yeah. there's no way in hell uh, he's in the division, moved, especially to within yeah. the division. Yeah, but Listen. if I'm Devontae yeah. Adams, yeah. hey, I'm like a woman with kids. We're a package deal. We're not, go, we're not separating. We're not separating. You want to date me? These kids coming along. Well, if you getting rid of you getting rid of Derek Carr, I'm going to. Either he stay he and we yeah. stay, he or we that. he go and we go. That's right. That's the yeah. simplest. I can't put it until you. In a simpler term, feedback, Stephen A. No. Yeah. yeah. Right. How about Ravens? Right. How about Ravens, Stephen A. Um, that would obviously be elite as well. I definitely think that that puts them over the hump, especially if Kansas City remains the same. Yeah. But like, say for example, if, if 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 Kansas City had DeAndre Hopkins instead of Devontae Adams, that ain't a loss. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just saying if they stayed yeah. the same, but the Ravens got Devontae Adams, all right, or the Buffalo Bills got Devontae Adams, it's a different animal. Yes. Yeah, last season when Derek Carr was there, he led the NFL with 14 touchdowns. So how things have changed. Uh, all right, let's move on from NFL to college. Very exciting day in college football. We begin week 10, Pat. The first college football playoff rankings reveal that's scheduled for tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Pat, quick take for you here. Who do you have as the top four teams at this point? I did this on Saturday, and boy, did it just get blown up in my face. I've never seen something blow up quicker than my top four from Saturday, but I am back on this glorious Tuesday on First Take to say, number one, Georgia. A wise prophet named Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. They're the back-to-back national champions. I understand it's a new team, new outfit, new quarterback, and yada, 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 but that program is the back-to-back national champs. They're number one until I see something that says they're not. Also, Carson 
quarterback, new quarterback, very tall, handsome, had his best game without the best player in football this past weekend. Feels like Georgia's going to do their thing. Number two, I go to Ohio State, only because Ohio State's beat Notre Dame and Penn State. They've had to prove it a couple different times throughout this season. Young quarterback in Kyle McCord getting used to Marvin Harrison Jr. here at the college level. Their defense is top five in points, yards, red zone, third down, I think everything. They are a pack team, a stack team. I like them. Michigan at number three, Harbaugh's last year probably. Feels like. <laughs> seems like. Mm. Yeah. Seems like yeah. Hey, did you see him at, hey, you see him hot, at that press conference? You see him at that press conference there? Uh, I'm talking about Purdue, and I'm singularly focused on Purdue. Uh, okay, we have a question for you about, do you think the head coach is the one who should take the blame for everything that happens and is saying, uh, uh, <clears throat> That happened, bro. That happened. That happened yesterday, dude. That's it's getting loud. That's a good one, man. That's exactly how he sounded. That's exactly how he sounded. I know. I'm like a thespian. It's Halloween. I got a suit on. Like it's a real deal. Like uh, so, he's got the hamburger thing that happened. They got the FBI investigating one of his former coaches, and then he's allegedly in this cheating scandal that has cameras and corporal operatives. And shout out to old buddy for his service in the United States military. We appreciate him, but what he's doing, I guess, is massively a cheating scandal. So I like the Michigan's good. I think their team is good without cheating as well. And this is the last Harbaugh run there at three. At number four, Florida State. I had them at six on Saturday. Then they went and had their best game against Wake, while the number four team I had, Oklahoma, had their worst game against Kansas. So I like Florida State. They're undefeated. They're playing their best football right now. And then the first two out are obviously Washington, right. who's undefeated, but kind of playing. And then uh, Alabama at six. Well, I appreciate the Alabama one-loss teams. They're one of the one-loss teams that need their warmer consideration. I love Florida State at number four. My only question would be, questionable Georgia at number one it's not important to be the man you got to beat the man and I get that but we talk about a college football player as long as they're in that top four mix that's really really what counts but I'm going to take into account strength of schedule PMAC who the hell have they played they haven't beaten a top 25 team currently they haven't beaten one this season and so I'm just looking at it right now damn I'm looking at Florida I'm looking at Vanderbilt I'm looking at Kentucky I'm looking at Auburn and I'm like "Eh, you know not this year and it's strength of schedule Shannon that's why I've got questions I know my producer James Dunn. He'll get the hell over it. You're you wrong, buddy. You're wrong, buddy. Yeah. No, I'm right. They ain't play anybody. But Georgia is Georgia. They're the two-time reigning defending national champions. You always got to give them that respect. Yep. But that don't mean they have to be number one in the rankings with this strict of schedule. Okay. Yeah. Who you, so you'd have Ohio State one? Probably said their defense is real. They got teams over defense two top is real. teams, and the defense is real. Yeah. 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 I'd go with Ohio State as number one. And junior, I ain't got a problem with that. Marvin Harrison, Jr. Uh, he's the a real junior. deal. He's the, the real best, deal. he's the best receiver in the country. You throw it anywhere near him, he's going to make a play and going to make it happen. I, 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 you know what? I still got to put Georgia because that defense, they just wreck shop. And that, it, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting because they're going to be in the college yeah, football playoff. Right. I don't I even have to beat them. Go, and they're going to play they Michigan. They're going to play Ohio they're State. They're going to beat Michigan. But I don't mean they got to be number right. one right now. So you go Ohio State, Georgia, That's right. Florida State, Michigan, right. or Michigan, Florida State? Shannon. I say Florida State, Michigan. Okay. Shannon, listening skills. I mean, I know. You're passionate I got you. about My it. Bad. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah, but you can FaceTime. I know Tom, you, but you, but you can FaceTime us about Mariah Mar- Carey, though. He can't talk, but you can FaceTime us about Mariah Carey. I heard that but Mariah Carey concert is awesome. I heard it's amazing. That's what I heard <laughs> I in the break. I heard that. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I've never been one. Hey. 25 years ago, I heard it was awesome. Oh, my gosh. We love Mariah Carey. the love. It's almost Mariah Carey's season. Wonderful voice. Wonderful voice. Oh, my gosh. Never change. And Pat, suited and booted, all right? 
right? Nice steakhouse. Make <laughs> the resis for the Happy wife. Halloween, Tell her my to brother. put a dress on. It's time to go. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hi, Sounds guys. like a great night. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code FIRSTTAKE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll get $150 in bonus bets. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. For New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. For Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050. For Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. For Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. For Puerto Rico, call one 800 981 First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, to the association we go. While you were sleeping, the Philadelphia 76ers traded away former MVP guard James Harden to the Los Angeles Clippers. Sources telling Woj, this trade comes after months of rumors after Harden called Sixers GM Daryl Morey a liar and stated that he will never be a part of an organization that Maury is a part of, okay? And as you can see right there, the details of that blockbuster trade. Marinate on that one for a moment. Uh, Stephen A., tell me this. Which teams in the West do you think will be hurt the most by this trade? Me, personally, I think the potential is there for the Los Angeles Lakers to be hurt the most because I think that James Harden would have been a welcomed addition to a squad like that in favor of a D'Angelo Russell. Not to say, Shannon, that they would have been able to get him. I'm just thinking about in terms of talent, right. um, in terms of rosters as, play, as presently compiled. I think the Phoenix Suns could potentially be hurt by it because if James Harden shows up and he's an asset to this team and Kawhi and Paul George is yet healthy, I definitely think that the Clippers would be obviously very, very formidable, and that could offset some of the things that the Phoenix Suns have done because the Clippers can defend when those brothers are on the court. And that's the question mark that we have about the Phoenix Suns. We know they can score in bunches with KD, Devin Booker and of course Bradley Beal. But the question is, can they defend? Can they stop anybody? That's a huge question mark as well. Um, to a lesser degree Denver, I don't see it hurting them that much. Their team is together whatever. The two teams that come to my mind are the Los Angeles Lakers and definitely the Phoenix Suns. I think those are people that could be hurt. But in order to hurt them 
James Harden would, A, have to be that dude that not only led the league in assists last year, but his first year in Brooklyn when he transitioned to that facilitator with KD and Kyrie on the squad with him. I think it would require him to be that instead of somebody looking to score. That's number one. And number two, no distractions. You got to want to be there. You know, because the Clippers, this is it for them as far as I'm concerned. This is it for them in terms of if, if, if Kawhi can't go this year, if Paul George can't go this year, Ty Lue, why would he want to be there? Remember, the Phoenix Suns wanted him, but they couldn't get him because obviously he was tied up with the Clippers, right. and the Clippers weren't going to let him out. That's why Frank Vogel is the coach and props to him. Last note I want to give you, in case you didn't know. Russell, was- Russell Westbrook, third respectively. James Harden, fourth respectively. Paul George, ninth respectively, Shannon, among active players who've played most, their most career games of anybody without an NBA championship. Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George in the top nine of most games played without an NBA championship to show for it. Floor yours. When you look at James Harden, you say if he's happy. He's always happy in the morning. It's the afternoon that he's disappointed. He's sad. Look at Houston. He was happy. Then he wasn't happy. He goes to Brooklyn. He's playing with KD. He's playing with Kyrie. He was happy. Then he wasn't happy. He forced his way because originally Philly is where he wanted to go to. He had to make a pit stop. So he was going to make the best of the situation in Brooklyn. He gets to Philly, and then all of a sudden he's unhappy. He seems to be he can only be happy for a couple of years. And then what? And so when I look at it, I don't think nobody's impacted because I don't think anybody's looking at it. Oh, man, the Clippers. Now, the Clippers are what we thought they was going to be. Mm-hmm. But do you think the Denver Nuggets are like, oh, my God, they got James Harden. Now we really got to be on our best behavior. Or you think the Phoenix Sun, because they're doing a lot of this damage without booking Bradley Beal. KD's keeping them afloat. And so when I look at this, two, for me, two negatives doesn't make a positive. James Harden is James Harden. But what have we seen with the Clippers? Yeah. You keep telling me about Anthony Davis is going to miss all these games by Valentine's Day. You tell me the time that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have played it together 82 games. Well, I've never compared anybody to Kawhi Leonard <laughs> when it came to missing games. Okay, so let's get that out the way. You ain't going to trick me. You ain't going to try to change that narrative. I didn't say Anthony Davis was worse than Kawhi Leonard when it came to missing games. We know that. PG up there too now. Yeah, 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 but we've seen his injuries. Like, you know, you find just you find yourself scratching your head with Kawhi Leonard. What happened? Yeah. You just dropped 38 last night. You walked off the court. You looked fine. What the hell happened? With PG, when he goes down, you see, damn, I hope he ain't out for the season. You know, you see stuff like that, you know? So that's all I'm saying saying about that, but I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming from. Harden, but Harden's going to have to do it in the postseason because we've seen these epic flameouts. We saw him had Golden State. They had Golden State down, Stephen A. Yes. 3-2. But you remember, you don't need him with the Clippers offensively the way you needed him with those other squads, the way you needed him with him. Right. The way you needed him in Houston. You don't need it. All you need him to do is dribble the ball up the damn court, be a facilitator, yeah. pass the damn ball. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, that's their job. Right. And if they're healthy, let's face reality, I get, let me give Kawhi Leonard because I get on him in some games. Respect where it's due. When Kawhi Leonard is healthy enough to be on the court, the brother puts up buckets. Yeah, I, and he yeah. don't bow to anybody. I've seen, I've seen Paul George in a couple of them playoff games. Okay. And, I pretend and, that, that, and I've, that, I've also seen Paul George show up in a, in a few games, yeah, too. Yeah. Up and down, up and down. But right, he don't I'm quit. told we have no. to go. And he but Stephen A., I'm really disappointed in you about something. We'll discuss it after the break. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. 
Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Yeah, yeah, yeah! What's up, everybody? You know what time it is. It's time for the A-list. Keep in mind, the list is slow. The list is fluid, okay? I know my man Sergeant Friday, a.k.a. Jeff Saturday, is somewhere in the house. Molly hating on me, lying to the American public, going into commercial break, telling them I've never gotten an A for the A-list, where we intro the, sh- the intro the segment, showing I received an A on an A-list, okay? But hey, that's all right. I'm in a forgiving mood. Silence! Silence! <laughs> it's my time right now. We're going to get to the top five teams focused. right now. Let's go to number five right here. Give it to me. Bam! The Cincinnati Biggles. I understand they're Four and three on the season. Club Shay Shay. I understand this, Sergeant Friday, but the bottom line is this. Have you seen these brothers balling? Have you seen Joe Burrow getting it together? Did you see that calf injury? It's fully healed. Did you watch him and Jamar Chase connecting with one another? Watch out. Here come the Cincinnati Bengals. That's number five on the list. Let's go to number four. Give it to me right now. Bam! The Baltimore Ravens. Why? Lamar Jackson. That's why. That defense, that's why. Atop the AFC North with a 6-2 record. That's why. This is who they are. We understand who they are, what they're capable of. The exceptional coach in the harbor. The defense filled with rough riders. An offense led by, by Lamar Jackson. We know what they bring to the table. They're a top four team. I'm not going to put them top three this week, though. I'll give it to this team right here. Give it to me right now, please. Bam. The Miami Dolphins, the most prolific offense in the National Football League with the scariest offensive player this generation may have ever seen. You see this brother Tyreek Hill and what he's doing right now, on pace for 2,000 yards now, still doing his thing to a tongue of a low, an MVP candidate as well. Of course, you know the rest of the crew that they got with Waddle and the boys in their defense ain't that shabby. The bottom line they handled the New England Patriots, but more importantly, they're still atop the AFC North. We understand that. The Buffalo Bills are on the come up. They stunk them a few weeks ago, but we know the, the Buffalo Bills have been up down. I can't give it. I can't throw the Dolphins to the side. I gotta give them some love. They ain't top two though. Let me give you top two. Give it to me right here, please. Give it right here. Do you see this team? Do you see the Jacksonville Jaguars? Are you paying attention with Trevor Lawrence and the crew? Doug Peterson and the crew on five straight. That's what's coming up. Now I thought they started the season off a bit slow. 27 to nothing. Down first half. Come back. Beat Staley and the Chargers in the playoffs. Okay? And then they start up the season slow. But ever since then, they've got it going. I could make a legitimate argument they're the best team right now in the league the way they're flowing. I'm just not going to do that. And here is the reason why. Number one right here, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now I'll be there this Sunday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Lincoln Financial Field to be exact. 
I'll be in attendance when the Philadelphia Eagles host the Dallas Cowboys. They got the best record in football. Jalen Hurts is doing his thing, coming on stronger. A.J. Brown, a league MVP candidate. Six consecutive games with at least 125 receiving yards. You know what time it is with the and we know what the Eagles can do. Defensively, they got to get it together yeah. a little bit better. I get that, but they're still a number one team. Eagles, Jaguars, Dolphins, Ravens. Bingles. Okay, Shannon, before you get all over that, yes. uh, we're going to pop up the little QR code. So our first take fam at home, you guys scan that QR code. We'd like to get your grades as well. Uh, Stephen A., delivery a little lacking today, I think, because you didn't have the full crowd. But we'll work on that next week. Uh, Shannon. I ain't worried about you. Your I ain't worried about you. You lie, right. started lying to them every day. <laughs> Well, it, was, it, was a little, it, was, it was a little lame today, right. I'm just telling you. Go ahead. Well, Shay's list, is, Shay's list is, a, is a lot different than Stephen A's. What? Yes. Ooh. At five, I got the Chiefs. <laughs> At four, I've got the Cowboys. At three, Ooh. I've got the Dolphins. Cowboys! At three, I've got the Dolphins. At two, I've got the Ravens. At one, I've got the Eagles. You don't have the Jaguars in the top five? I don't. What part about don't not? Do you not excuse, get it? Excuse me. Have you not seen the Bengals and the way they've been playing the Chiefs, last three weeks? Cowboys, Dolphins, Ravens, Eagles. Chiefs dropping passes all over the place. That's why I got them at five. How do you have a team you see the top five guy, and they dropping passes? You could go out there and play for them right now. You can do, <laughs> they can do the dual, do the dual tight end spot, have you and Travis Kelsey, and y'all would do better than those receivers are doing in Kansas City. Jaguars beat the Steelers. You could put you could be a backup quarterback for oh, the Come Steelers. on, man. Come on, man. Go the ahead, yo. All right. And the Cowboys in there? Yeah. But the Jaguars ain't even in your top oh, five, but the no, Cowboys are. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Saturday. Oh. What you got, Saturday? What you got? Mine's a little closer. Mine's a little closer to Stephen A. In all honesty, but I'll give you. I'll give you mine. Mine are is Cincy five, Jags four, Dolphins three, Ravens two, Eagles one. So I, I'm I'm a little more in the. Uh, I did have the Cowboys and Detroit at six for me. So I can I can understand both of those teams being Who's number up in one. There. Jeff, Jeff, I'm sorry. The Who Eagles. you had number one and two? The Eagles. 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 Eagles at one, Ravens at two. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Ravens right. at two. All right, hold on. Shan- <laughs> Shannon, what, yes. what grade are you giving him? Because obviously there was a lot of corrections you had to make, so we need to consider that when we give you I'm gonna give. I'm going to give him a B, but America's going to give me an A for mine. I'm going to be you know, Shannon, why? why you got the Cowboys so and easy got your on him? How do you she- not have the Jaguars in the top five? Cowboys. Have you? Did you not see the Cowboys? Did you not see the Jaguars win five straight? They beat the Steelers. Okay, okay. Stephen A., you're you're done. Jeff, you're up. And I feel like Shannon is just biased. He's, like, still being nice I mean, to Stephen I, I, A. I agree. Because they're only, like, if, a month and a half yeah, in. I need, like, if, real if Shannon. My, my list were like Shannon's. He would have gotten a C for yeah. sure. But the problem is mine is actually pretty close to Stephen A. So I'm going to have to give him a B. I'm going to have to give him a B. A, a B. B. Yeah, I'll give him a straight B. A straight B. Y'all are lying. His orders Why are y'all lying to up. the American public? You, he just gave me a B. Yes. And you got about three teams different from mine. And you're going to give me the same grade in your list practice? Agreed well, with your order, your order's a little wrong. I mean, like I, I like the Jag. I wouldn't put the Jags yes. at two. If you just talking about the Dolphins played the Jags, took- who would who would you pick to win? If the Ravens played the Jags, who would you pick to win? The list is fluid. No, We're no, talking no. about right. week seven. Right. And so an easy beat, an easy beat by Shannon. So maybe next week you'll get an A. Come on.
Come on, Shannon. Come on, man. America, speak to it. What did you give him, America? What did they give him, Molly? Unfortunately, uh, Shannon, we're waiting on America, so we can just keep ch- we can keep chatting a little bit if you want. We're tabulating the votes. Anything. Guys, how's things going in LA? Do we got the Supreme to get these votes counted right? Hey, Shannon. Oh, Shannon, hold on. This is serious. Stephen A., this is serious. You guys have, we have all these great happy Halloween graphics, like, everywhere, right? Everybody's done a phenomenal job. The fact that we are not dressed up again is so lame. And Stephen A., you're the executive producer. I mean, how many years am I going to have to say this in a row? First take needs to be in costumes next year. So really, his grade should be. I F. could come yeah. back at her with something. Yeah. She just she I thought threw you're up an a EP. softball that I could I could get her really really good, you, but I'm not going to do it. You gave your layup. I could. She gave me a layup, but I'm <laughs> not going to do it. I'm Stephen not going to do it. You know where I'm going. Promise. You know what I'm thinking, but I'm I won't do it. I won't do it. Do we have the results yet? What we got? Oh, here they are. Hold on. I'm getting them. I'm getting them. I need patience from you. All right, Sharp. Settle down, H. Oh, snap. Wow. Oh, that hurts. You know oh, what it is? Punch, you know what it is? Right there. I understand. I understand. America just like to hate on me, Shannon. That's what no, it is. It's no, no, it's no, it's no objectivity no. whatsoever. No. He didn't you even have what? a Jaguars Stephen in the top Stephen five. A. I know what it was. I told you the delivery was a little weak today, too. So oh, I factored okay. all that. Okay. The list. No conviction. Okay. Yeah. Molly, exactly. fluid. Um, again, you, fluid. You, you, it's, it's fluid. But you threw up another softball, but I'm going to let it slide. What you got going on in Jacksonville? You got an appearance in Jacksonville? Not at all. Because you keep I'm going to Savannah State. You, no, you keep I'm going, going to Savannah State. That's it's where I'm going. It's close to Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. where I'm going. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> Stephen A., solid C, average. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Aha! First take is hitting the road, y'all, and it's a homecoming. My man Shannon Sharp and your boy Stephen A. Smith in the house, headed to an HBCU on Monday, November 6th. First take will be live from Savannah State University as Shannon's alma mater will show us how the Tigers get down. Then on Tuesday, November 7th, remember that day, we're taking the show to alma mater, Winston-Salem State University, where my Rams will be sure to represent. I can promise you that. So be sure to catch Molly Shannon and your boy, Stephen A. And special guest, of course, for First Take HBCU Homecoming. Holla! Two-time MVP Nikola Jokic recorded his 107th career triple-double time. Jason Kidd and LeBron James, fourth all-time NBA history, went over the Jazz last night. Stephen A., will Jokic catch Westbrook's record of 198 and counting career triple-doubles? Honest answer, and I mean this sincerely from the bottom of my heart, Nikola Jokic will do what the hell he wants to do. Mm-hmm. 
If Nikola Jokic wanted the MVP last year, he would have had it. He got upset with all the noise that was emanating in his direction about he was winning these MVPs and getting the attention but wasn't having the championship. And he said, Joel Embiid, you go ahead and you go for that MVP. I'm going to go for the chip. And that's exactly what the hell that he did because he's that great. He's got 50 triple-doubles since the start of 2021 season, 28 more than any other player. Luka is second with, with 22, by the way. 186 of Russell's 198 triple-doubles came over an eight-season stretch between 2014 and 2022, where he averaged about 23 a year. But Jokic is averaging 16 triple-doubles over the previous six seasons. The brother is just phenomenal. He'll do what he wants. I believe he's going to do it, and let me tell you why. Because it doesn't take him effort to do it. Mm-hmm. Russ had to spend so much effort to chase those rebounds. That's right. He don't have to do he it. He don't have to do he's that. He's tapping it to himself. <laughs> he's he, he, he missing the tapping. This is offensive rebound. This is unbelievable. <laughs> he can't jump onto a curb. No. I, I, I find him to be maybe the, one of the most amazing players I've ever seen. He can't jump onto a curb. Nope. And you can't stop him. Nope. You cannot stop him. I can't stop he, him. I think he's going to do it. Yeah. All right. Let's He'll keep it rolling, guys. this year. Uh, Steph Curry and the Warriors got their third road win of the season after just winning 11 total road games last season. Curry went off, hitting seven shots from deep, totaling 42 points as the Warriors held Zion Williamson to 19 points on seven for 15 shots from the field. So in the spirit of Halloween, Shannon, what would be scarier, getting crossed over or dunked on? Well, I, me personally, I don't want either one of them to happen, but considering where the NBA is heading right now, I'm going to say crossed over. Because what Steph Curry did to Dylan Brooks when he crossed him over, AI hit, hit Jordan with a crossover yep. and hit a two-point. Steph Curry crossed over Dylan Brooks, and then he hit him with the Kevin home alone. Well, how about Brooks flying and his, his yes. legs flailing and going all over the place before? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Trying to just How that? And see, what, what am I supposed to do with this? What am, I, what am I supposed to Cross, do? Look at that. Look at that. Look, I mean, Lord. Man, Lord. come on, Steph. You know, that's something special. I mean, this is the greatest shooter. The movement without the basketball, the ball handling skills to set up his own shot, there's no doubt. But when you talk about, you know, the scarier proposition, I mean, getting posterized is a yeah. different animal. We've seen Jordan do it. We've seen Vince Carter do it. We've seen Kobe do it <laughs> and stuff like that. Yes, that was special. But usually when people get crossed over, look at the times that we point to. We point to Steph. Yes. We point to AI. Right. Tim Hardaway did it to a whole bunch right. of people. We victimized a whole bunch of people. But when you get dunked on, I mean, when it's a facial, look at it affects you. All right, that's nice. I was, there. I was there in the tennis court side. I was there. I was there with something special covering AI, doing that as a rookie. Putting, putting that move on Jordan, putting Jordan on skates. Like, they got that. I get that. But when you get dunked on, yammed on, <laughs> it does seem to have a more profound effect on your psyche and the laughter it generates in your direction. And one more thing, Legs. And now when guys cross you over, it's not good enough to cross you over. They sitting you down. You on the seat. You on your butt. You on your butt. They crossing you over so hard now. So I'm going to go to crossover. Listen, you, listen, you are so right about that. I'm, I'm going to give you my answer, my perspective. Now, first of all, you're right. When you get crossed up now, like it looks like you need a nip or he, a hip or knee replacement. Sometimes the way you wobble and go to the ground because there, here's why. The league has taken away like the physicality on the perimeter. So you can't get into a dude. So now they've got that three, four foot cushion. So now you're at the mercy of these guys with these electric handles where they can really embarrass you. But I'm going to still say getting dunked on is worse. Here's why. When you get crossed up and you fall, 
You always can look at the court like there was some sweat there. You slipped on something. You immediately start rubbing the bottom of your sneaker. You got an excuse. When you get dunked on, right, it's emasculating. You got there yes, late. Is. You got your feelings hurt. Yeah, and no matter how you one. slice it, you made that, that choice to jump in the that air. Hurt <laughs> that hurt my feelings. That you hurt made my that choice. That, 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 that's a but, 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 hold on, wait, hold on. What's wrong with the first take producers right now? What the hell oh. is going on? I, 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 listen, <laughs> that was a very <laughs> embarrassing to Patrick Ewing. Hold on, Molly. That was very embarrassing <laughs> to Patrick Ewing. And I get that, okay? And it's nice to see Spike there with an afro. But here's the deal. <laughs> I can think of plenty of more dunks. How about how about Vince Carter in the Olympics? How about Jordan on numerous people? Jordan on Dikembe. Jordan on Alonzo. How about Vince Carter on Alonzo? Uh, there's a few. About Kobe on a few people. Wait a minute. But Why are we showing that one? If, if you're gonna do the, if you're gonna talk about the dogs like that. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh, you look at man. Lord. What about Blake? What about Lord. Blake Griffin on Mozgov? Lord, Lord, Blake on Mozgov. Come on. Oh my God, Lord. That's right. Mozgov. When he got done, when Mozgov got done, but this Sean Kemp done. That's an all timer oh, right yeah, there. Man. That's oh, yeah. an all timer. He cuffed oh, that yeah. one. What about Vince Carter? You can't have. See, this is we, we want to talk about. Listen, my producers. First of all, my producers on first me. take are phenomenal. They're, they're the yeah. best in the business. Damn it. Okay. But let me yeah. say this to y'all. Let me say this to y'all. How are you show is how do you not show Vince Carter? How do you not show Jordan? We saw Pippen and Sean Kemp. Well, okay? you know what? Vince hey, Carter is arguably hey, the greatest you know in-game dunker producer? of all time. Executive producer, maybe you should have thought of that, you know? I, I put it on you. Matt, you right? That's fair. But my yeah. point to you is this. What's wrong with having faith in my peoples? Who the hell don't know that Vince Carter is the greatest in-game dunker we may have ever seen? But I it was know that. But it was the fight that Pippen. Pippen had a couple. The Pippen what Pippen he stepped did. over. He just stepped over. He stepped over. He took advantage of that situation right there. Hey Shannon. Hold on. What yeah. about Do- Jordan, Vince Carter on Alonzo, Tim? That's, that's, one that of my, one? that's one of my favorite in-game What about Anthony Edwards just a couple of years ago against Toronto? Hey. Well, Dr. J rocked the boat on Michael Cooper. What about Dr. J rocking the boat on now, Michael Cooper? Hey, listen, I'm still telling you one of the ones that made me jump out of my seat, Blake Griffin on Miles Gov. He went up. The man, he gave him a shampoo, a condition. <laughs> he gelled his hair up with his left hand while he dunked on him with his right. Even even Blake Griffin on Gallinari. DeAndre Jordan on Brevin Knight. What about that yeah. one? On that That's alley-oop. Right. Yeah, Amari yeah, Stoudemire, we got Paul's some names form. on the list. Shannon, tell me I this before we roll. What's the yeah. most embarrassing thing in football? Like when we're like the same kind of deal, but translated to football. Uh, probably. If you're, you're probably getting run over. I mean, if you're an offensive lineman, you, when they throw the offensive lineman, but blindside. I mean, you can't blindside a guy anymore. You can't hit the defensive receiver. You yeah. remember they used to have all the, uh, the plays, Stephen? That you got yeah. jacked up. Yep. <sighs> Yeah. I had my head knocked off a couple of that times. Stung. Yeah, it yeah. hurt. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. When you get hit and your chest gets caved in and your helmet comes flying off, it doesn't get more embarrassing than that. But I can't imagine anybody caving your chest in. But I just can't see it. For a shooter, it's shooting an air ball. But every time I did that, I didn't do shoot too many. But when I did, immediately, you rub your hand on your shorts like you had sweat on your hand. <laughs> yeah. It's an immediate reaction. You got to react like it couldn't have been me. Had to be something else. Hey, Shannon, before we roll, I saw you on the talk, and I saw a clip 
Was there some kind of challenge you put out to The Rock? It was something involving lifting. Oh, yeah. What me, was that? Me and Rock, me and Rock gonna have a bench press competition, but we'll probably end up getting hurt because he's not gonna want to lose, and I'm definitely not going to lose. So uh, we better find something else to challenge. I'm not gonna lie, to you. you know me. I love The Rock. He's one of my favorite people. He's one of my favorite people in the world. But I got to tell you something. I don't know if he'd beat you in a weightlifting contest. No, 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 not the bench press. No, hell no. Nah. I don't mm-hmm. think so. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Bet all your money. Mm-hmm. Molly, if I tell you grass will turn to cheese, start mm-hmm. hustling crackers. So if I tell you something. Shannon, I, anyone else but The Rock? I mean, I, I don't the know. The Rock, The Boulder, <laughs> any, other right, name, the Pebble, any other name you want to use. <laughs> he not beat me in no bench competition. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting next to the Hulk, Mom. Mom. <laughs> I call him I the Hulk for a reason. All right. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming. FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Had it come? FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. Breaking news from the NFL. The Commanders and Bears have agreed to a trade that is expected to send Montez Sweat to Chicago for a 2024 second-round pick tour. Sources, our Adam Schefter's reporting. Uh, Sweat is in the last year of his contract. The Commanders are opting for a draft pick now. Jeff, what do you make of this? Honestly, I'm not really sure. I, I mean, from the Bears' perspective, like it's an expiring contract. He's a good player. Yeah. You give him a second-round pick. I mean, I'm I'm not sure with the Eberflu situation and where everything is in Chicago. Kind of it's strange. an interesting move. Yeah. Well, it's strange, right? Is like, he related Justin... to Keith Sweat? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Good Lord. I have no Who idea. cares? <laughs> My God, no what idea. questions. Listen, this is the deal, y'all. It's really not about the Bears to me anymore because we know they're basically a lost cause. Yes. It's really about the commanders. One week after Jonathan Allen goes off. They go out and they give up 38 to Philadelphia and lose the game. I just think that I think change is coming to Washington. Right. And yeah. you got Chase Young up. You got Montez Sweat coming up. You're not going to uh, – Saturday, you weren't going to be able to keep both of these guys. No. So, and you're probably going to lose them in free, lose one of them in free agency, so you might as well go get a draft pick for one of them so it looks like they might be trending toward yeah. keeping Chase Young. Okay. Yeah, it was just strange to me from the Bears' perspective more than the yeah, Commanders. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, From the Bears' perspective, I just – Who knows? All right. All right, we'll tough see. transition here, guys. It's Halloween. We're going worst candy of all time because yeah. it's the first take. Like that. I'm going Neckle Wafers, Biddle Honey, and Good and Plenty. Jeff? You hate yeah, those, Molly? Know. Is that what you're saying? You hate no, those? I, I hate them. And those okay, Mary got, Jane got, things, got, I don't got, like those. Yeah. Go ahead. I must say, I must say, candy corn, like in the past. Yeah, nah, horrible. Horrible. Candy, candy corn. You don't like candy corn. Candy corn, candy corn, black licorice. Those oh, are two. Yeah. Milky Way and Three Musketeers. First of all, it's breaking news. Shannon actually knows something about candy. I didn't know he ate it. <laughs> all right, that's number one. Number two, I'm going to tell you for me personally, Twizzlers. I can't stand Twizzlers. Can't go to the movies. I get Nestle's Crunch a bunch. Your lips or the tweet is Sour Patch. That's what I get. Twizzlers at the movie theater. You're elbowing candy. Look at that. Look at the producers. Go ahead, y'all. Yeah. Look at Pam. 